Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's Monday, October 2nd. Happy October, everybody. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt. There's Peter Schrager. And there is a Super Bowl champion to my left, Jason McCourty. Half of us at the table went to the game last night. Monday night football. Uh, let's see. What else happened last night? Football yeah, it was like a huge party was in New York, New Jersey yeah. last night. Like, we're kind of just coming down from the party, even if you weren't there. All right. Taylor Swift was there. So, uh, much was made of that. It was not the Chiefs' best game. Mahomes talked about that afterwards. Who gives a damn? Rodgers angry. Swift, I think, happy. Yeah. Everyone just going around the stadium. No shot of J.B. Smooth? No. Should have. All right, so the Chiefs win 23-20. the GMFB. As, as a, and the jacket. They're just laughing. All right, so listen to this. We're going to hear from both quarterbacks. Zach Wilson, very interesting. And then Mahomes, I think, an insightful take on this kind of win for the Chiefs. It's always good when you find a ways to win. I, I think I've, I've learned in my six or seven years, it's, it's you can win pretty, but you have to win ugly too in order to win Super Bowls. And so uh, for me, even though I, I hate it that while it's happening, I feel like it makes you better in the end if you win games like this where not everything's going perfect. And so uh, we did that last year, and we're going to try to do that again this year and then try to keep getting better. And so we're playing our best football at the end of the season. Critical situation. I can't, I can't have a play like that. I cannot drop the ball. This team is sacrificing. A lot. You know, guys were making plays, defense was making plays, O-line was protecting, receivers were making plays, and to be driving right there and to, to drop a snap, I cannot do that. You know, I lost us that game, and I cannot do that. It's a lot of ownership out of Zach yeah. Wilson and Patrick Mahomes trying on different wins for sizes, if you will. Uh, it came down to the wire on Sunday night. Peter, what you make of the Chiefs hanging on to be the Jets last they night? come out 17-0, and the place is quietly booing. Like, you know, yeah. that life is ready to turn. Yeah. Like, this is it. Yeah. 
Um, Jets come all the way back, and then Mahomes goes from Superman to mere mortal. Like, Mahomes did not play great last night. If yeah. you watch this game, questionable throws, couple, couple like ducks he threw at one point, and there was a couple dropped interceptions, like Mosley had an interception, he mm-hmm. dropped. Then there were actual interceptions that the Jets had. And the whole time that this is happening, it's like, okay, is it the Jets' defense, or is it just, did Mahomes go out last night? Was Mahomes out last night? That was my question. Like, I'm wondering this. Like, did Mahomes go big? Like, was Mahomes out at Emilio's Balatos with the Swift crew? Like, what? And then, when they need him most, it's the fourth quarter, and they go on two eight-minute drives. And the the third and 22 is a heartbreaker for Jets fans. But it, this is, it's not like coincidence. This isn't like, first of all, Mahomes is all the time in the world. And then goes. after the penalty on the right tackle, oh who's had gosh. more penalties than anyone in the history of the NFL, like <laughs> they do that. Then the third and eight to put the game away. And here's the thing. It's like this was the Jets Super Bowl last night. The place was rocking. And that's how it ends. Mahomes, are you not entertained? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's how it ends. And that's what happens. It's happened to so many teams. It happened to the Jaguars in the playoffs last year. It happened in the Browns playoffs the year before. Like yeah. they will rip your hearts out, these Chiefs. And that guy right there, Mahomes. Not his best day, mere mortal, but when he needed him most, he makes a superhuman plays, and then he puts, sends you home, and guess what? At the end of the day, we're not going to be talking about in January whether they only won by three. or yeah, he look, gives a damn. It's an L for the Jets. It's a win for the Chiefs. They move right along. It was crazy watching that game because, to your point, they go up 17-0, and it's just like, well, I got to find something to talk about in the second <laughs> half because yeah, this one's going to yeah. be a blowout. And it was almost like the Ryan Reynolds, Jason Bateman movie, the change-up. Zach Wilson Ooh. and <laughs> Patrick Mahomes just switch bodies. That's and a body switch movie? Body yeah. switch. I love that. Yes, and Zach Wilson was unbelievable. He's throwing dimes, and Great. Mahomes is only targeting Jets players, but he was able to do that because of the young guy Isaiah Pacheco, yeah. the Rutgers kid going back home Come from Island, New Jersey, and he one. puts on a performance. He runs like he's just pissed off at the ground, pissed off at somebody in his past, just angry that he has the ball in his hands, and he was special last night. A career day for him, 23 touches, 158 yards, and a touchdown. He was working throughout the entire game. Whenever they handed the ball off to him, he was finding space and he was making yards. Last week, they mm. dedicated, got back to the run game. It was him, McKinnon, Edwards, Alaire, all had a touchdown. Last night, it was all Pacheco. He was fantastic. The first time he got a chance to play at MetLife, back at home, and he showed up, and he absolutely showed out. So it was fun to watch that young guy, Isaiah Pacheco, go off. He like, carried him. Like, that's did. the reason they won. Such, an, such a unique runner. His gait, his way that he – it's yeah. almost he's kicking pew, pew, the pew, ground. Pew, pew, pew. I've never seen somebody and run Roger in Craig style. Roger Craig the high knees. Yeah. But like, his is down. It's, it's like into the ground. Yes. It works for him. I didn't think Peter would start the show floating in. Patrick Mahomes was hungover last night theory. But yeah, I think just he did, Peter. Amir- Mortal, huh? Is that what you're hearing? Jordan would go to Atlantic City. I don't know where Mahomes was. I'm not putting it out there as fact, but I'm just yeah. saying, did he go out? Then I'm wondering, because yeah. I look like Mahomes. And it's then inc- he did. It's incredible. That's, it's one theory, and it might be <laughs> true. I, I feel the same way about Mahomes. No one gives a damn how, how many interceptions he threw in week four. When they're probably playing the AFC title game at home like they do every yeah. single year, that will be part of the reason. I thought it was interesting what he said. Like, I don't know. We went ugly. Who cares? We're 3-1. and one. Remember, they lost the opener. They haven't lost since. I don't really care about the Chiefs. Also, I don't really care about the Jets. I'm not here this morning being like, Zach was really good. I don't care. I'm not giving you sympathy. I'm not saying in the second half, hey, he showed something. No, he didn't. He made the biggest mistake of the night and blew the game for the Jets. So, like, there's this whole, you know, Zach fought back. Guys, this is a professional. This is not a child. This is not high school. We're not going to say you did a good job and give you a ribbon. Not even a little bit? He, th- he, he has a couple nice throws. Like, can't we come to expect that from this point? <laughs> it is so patronizing to Zach Wilson. Be like, look at him. He can throw a forward pass. He should be able to. 
Of course he should be able to throw a forward pass. I'm not here for it. He still made a massive mental mistake with the whole damn game on the line, guys. So I'm not going to double back New York and say, good job, Zach. You sort of hung with the terrible Chiefs team. It's the worst we've seen the Chiefs look in five years. And you almost beat them at home. What? Peter, no. He played pretty well. He did. He played pretty well. It was great. Good job. Good job. Awesome. You should be the future starting quarterback. I'm I'm not doing it this morning. No, I'm not. I didn't didn't want him to start that game. I don't want him to start the next game. I thought he played really well, honestly. No. Okay. They They didn't do enough. He blew it. He blew the game. He, 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 he said he, he blew the game. Played pretty well. Fine. There's no no trophy. No nothing. I, I can't do it this morning, guys. They've lost three in a row. They're not good. Part of the reason, the biggest reason is their quarterback. So good job, buddy. You played pretty well. That's all I got. He may have said that, but that doesn't mean we can't give him some props. I have. I wanted to talk about the C.J. Uzama touchdown pass because there was a flicker of hope, I thought, that finally something clicked in what this young man learned from Aaron Rodgers all summer. I'm watching this red zone touchdown pass to C.J. Uzama, and I'm thinking, gosh, that looks so familiar, and it's because it was beat into our heads all of hard knocks, and then Chris Collinsworth took the thoughts out of my brain and put them onto the broadcast last night, and you heard him during the replay. Touchdown, Jets! Watch the Aaron Rodgers sell job on this one. Zach Wilson, make the fake, be patient, make him believe it's a handoff. Right there, hide the ball, you got time. And now drop that one right over the top. He's starting to get a feel. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember that during Hard Knocks? It was like Rodgers out there and he's pointing and Zach Wilson's just staring at him like, yes, sir, yes, master, yes, I'll do it. <laughs> Finally, it took four weeks. I'll buy into the fact that it clicked because this is what we're being handed with the Jets quarterback situation. Sala has openly told us time and time again for the last three weeks when we have been begging for what's the path, what's the direction. This is it. So I will weigh on the side of optimism and just say, like, well, this is something that I could watch over the next 12 weeks. How yeah. about that? And there were some very controversial calls in that game that Jets fans had every right to wake up this morning and say, we win the game if mm. that happens. That said, a couple of dropped interceptions, mm-hmm. a couple of dropped passes. Michael mm-hmm. Carter dropped a huge one. Huge there man. was a strange fourth down decision to kick a field goal. It was hit off the So, Jets fans, I know you're like, we got screwed by the refs. Mm. Could have won that game in a lot of yeah. different ways. Uh, Ian Rapport joining us this morning on Good Morning Football. Ian, good morning to you. Were you at the game last night? Because it seems like all of the stars were. And if not, I'm sure you were tracking all the injury fallout from Sunday. Uh, was not at the game last night. I guess my uh, invitation to the suite got lost in the mail. It's cool. I had a good friend who uh, busted out his pizza oven last night, so we had a great time. Let's get to Kenny Pickett and some of the injuries here. And, you know, I would say this one is not really fully formed yet. No definitive uh, injury diagnosis on Kenny Pickett. He does have a knee injury, was declared out yesterday. He is going to have an MRI. The important thing right here, from my understanding, is the belief is this is not a season-ending situation for Kenny Pickett. I would expect him to miss some time, but not season-ending. As far as what they are looking at, it's not the ACL, but it does seem there's concern about the MCL, potentially the meniscus. The MRI is going to tell all, and again, I would expect him to miss time, but he should be back at some point relatively soon. A somewhat similar situation for T. Higgins, the Bengals star receiver. From what I understand, he is dealing with a rib fracture. Suffered a rib injury yesterday, was declared out. They have two games, and then they have a bye. It's a lot for the Bengals to get together. They have been fighting, but obviously injuries, especially to Burrow, have hurt them. Perhaps that is when he ends up making his return to the field. And then one injury we have been watching for, I don't know, maybe forever. Saquon Barkley with his injured ankle. They play tonight, mercifully. He is listed as doubtful, so do not expect him to play. But he is steadily getting better with that ankle injury, and at least next week, it seems he has a realistic chance to be on the field. 
So interesting. Back when Saquon Barkley hurt this ankle, we thought it was going to be like a three-day ankle sprain, and now it's turned into like a 14-day endeavor, which you want him to be 100% when he comes back. But it's just interesting how the timeline gets shifted because that is such an important part of the running backs game. Ian Rappaport, thank you so much. Talk to you in a little bit. All right. New England Patriots heading to take on the Dallas Cowboys on the road. Ezekiel Elliott making his return. They have the pregame video going, the tribute, spent seven seasons there. The Cowboys will go on to win this one 38-3, the worst loss in Bill Belichick's head coaching career. It's <laughs> oh, not funny. It's incredible TV, too. Uh, Say in the NFC East. Eagles, one of only two games that are home at 1 o'clock this regular season for them. <laughs> that is what the schedule yes. makers did for them. We go to overtime, to which we will show you the game-winning season. Bam! There is it is. Jake Elliott, long one, 54 yards. Look at my lot of lifting him up. Jordan, it's like it's a cup of tea. Sirianni gets the victory. <laughs> so did he goes at 4-0, guys. 4-0. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Christian McCaffrey's. The McCaffrey's win. They beat the uh, Cardinals 35-16. to Four touchdowns. Bring me Niners, Eagles. Bring it to me. I want wow. it. All right. Jordan Poyer, the starting safety for the Bills, is out. DeMar Hamlin is in. It's very cool. Or is it? I mean, they got to go against the Dolphins. They need all hands on deck. Allen and Diggs were screaming. They were motivated. There's all kinds of extracurriculars. They don't love the Dolphins. It was a rout. And we're going to talk a little bit about what Allen did after that. But you see that right there? He's kind of going, hmm. He's doing an emoji face. We'll get into it momentarily. This was a rout in the second half. The Dolphins did not make that run. 48-20, to 20, a four-touchdown victory in Western New York. Josh Allen uh, asked afterwards, do you want to take a little moment to say something to us, the media? See how, here's how he handled it. I mean, yeah, every, every week's a different week. It uh, doesn't matter what you did last week. doesn't matter what you're going to do next week. It's all about playing on, on this Sunday at 1 o'clock. And I thought our guys were very locked in on details this week in, in terms of game plan specific things and just making sure we're having a good presence in our locker room and uh, speaks volumes to our leadership. But at the end of the day, it's one game. we got to go to got to go to London next week, and that's what we'll focus on. Is there anything you want to say to all the naysayers and dollars who rent you guys off early in the season? No. Nah. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, so the Bills notched the win, a game that everyone was looking forward to. And on the Bills' side, offensively, 48 points, they delivered. Jason, what did you think of that win? Nah, I don't want to go. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was Josh Allen just being Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs, uh, just unbelievable. And I'm watching this game, and Stephon Diggs scores the first touchdown, makes the big play. I'm like, Xavier Howard is still on the Miami Dolphins. They're going through injuries in the secondary. I'm like, why isn't he covering Stephon Diggs? Cater Cole, who usually their slot cornerback, forced to move outside. He just was no match for Stephon Diggs. He had his way. The long touchdown, the short touchdown. He was just so fun to watch. Fourth game with over 120 yards with three touchdowns on the day. That's not your typical day. You don't usually go out there and score three touchdowns because at some point the defense makes an adjustment like, man, my goodness, the guy wearing number 14 on the blue team is really good. Let's make sure we don't allow him to get the ball play after play after play. They had no answers for Stephon Diggs from the beginning of the game all the way to the end when they called the dogs off. He was unbelievable. That connection between him and Josh Allen was so fun to watch yesterday. I think one of the more annoying emojis you can get in a text is when someone sends you the, hmm. It's like they don't know what you're talking about or they don't know whether you want to go for dinner. It's just, mm -hmm. it's doing nothing for you. What was happening here was the Dolphins showed up in Western New York and a handful of them were wearing t-shirts that had that emoji on it. We're showing Bradley Chubb, but it was more than one. Okay, so they get off the plane, hmm. And the, uh, the assumption, the intimation was, 
we're underdogs? Uh, what, really? Have you, we just paid 70 points last week. So the game starts, and, you know, they, the bills start going. And let's let's take a look at this. You're going to see that Allen scores the touchdown here. And this is this was the backbreaker. They, this is the 28-point win. And he doesn't cross the goal line. He's putting the fingers up. And Josh doesn't do this stuff normally. He's going to do the, the emoji thing exactly like from the T-shirt. And he's going to, hmm. Look, I mean, like, he's holding it up there. He wants everyone to see it. Now they're getting the sideline. He's going to try to talk to Diggs about the game. When Diggs comes over, Diggs goes, no, no, never mind the game. Put your hand up like this. I love this because Josh Allen goes out of his way to not get involved in this stuff in the media, but they clearly saw the shirts and were like, you're confused as to why you're underdogs? I'm confused as why you're only underdogs by three points. We just destroyed you guys. Here's what I like about this game. I enjoy personally in life when we are told that something is the next big thing and it just blows up and crumbles in front of you. Remember that those idiots who were telling us we're going to wear the Google Glass as we're walking around? Remember that? Remember uh, you know, ESPN the phone? <laughs> I remember uh, Kyle Pitts? Like, you know, all these things, they're, they're going to change the world. No, they ain't. No, you're not revolutionizing the sport. I'm not surprised the Bills have 48 points. The number here is operative is the 20 in Miami. And without Jordan Poor and with Trey White getting hurt, uh, you're not the next biggest thing. You're going you're gonna to be great. I like Miami. They'll, they'll be in the thing. 20 points, an absolute blowout. You weren't even competitive in the second half. So don't tell us you're the best thing since sliced bread. You're the future of the sport. You got a nice offense. You did a no-look pass. I get it. I've seen high school kids do that. It's really cool. You have motion. Wow. Everybody has motion. Don't tell me you're changing the sport. You're a good team. You got smashed. Next time, don't wear the emoji t-shirts. It almost galvanized it where there was questions of whether Diggs was happy or not. It's like, oh no, Diggs and Allen are great. Look, they're doing that on the sideline. Like, the Dolphins didn't only get beaten, but they poked a bear a little bit, which is good to see from the Buffalo side. I'd say it's a lesson in sports media. We spent all last week talking about Mike McDaniel's offense. To your point, uh, we broke it down a million ways. They're number one in the power rankings. We asked, can Tua be the MVP? Football's a humbling sport. They will give you the business, and the Dolphins got the business, and it's come back down to Earth Day. It's never going to be undefeated season like it was in 1972 for this <laughs> Dolphins team. They've lost, and now they need to find a way to bounce their way back because I'll tell you what, giving up 48 points, that's not as uh, impressive as maybe you thought they would be on defense. Mm -hmm. One little line I saw in the Miami Herald, I think it was, was like, how long is too long for a Vic Fangio defense to like click because Christian Wilkins I think didn't have a tackle until the fourth quarter he was a total non-factor they went up against the Chargers week one they gave up a ton of points but giving up a ton of points is all well and good as long as you're putting up more points than the other team it was also like look at this shiny object because this other shiny object that we're supposed to have isn't quite buffed enough to put on a show yet and the defense put on no such show for the Dolphins yesterday D defense is supposed to travel the Dolphins did not pack their defense uh, up to Buffalo and this is supposed to be you're riding high off of your 70 points. The most points given up after a team has scored 70 now is 48. That's the new record. The defense at this point has not clicked in, and they, I bet they can't wait for Jalen Ramsey to come back. Uh, they definitely they, they miss him a lot. We saw that with Stephon Diggs, and you're right. They did not travel to Buffalo, but the Bills, they're going to be traveling to London to play mm -hmm. next week. Yes, they are. There was a game yesterday in London. That was the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. 16th NFL game played in London. This one was at Wembley, the lone game that's going to be there. Trevor Lawrence, the Jags are the home team. They're always playing in London, and they will go on to win 23-7. to Trevor Lawrence and the Jags take on Josh Allen and the Bills. Rise, shine, and watch a full day of football. Kick it off Sunday, October 8th, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Coming up, the Bears let their first win slip right out of their paws. We'll break down the Broncos' wild comeback, which they so desperately needed. Not that the Bears didn't need them either.
Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, bro. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. About 90 minutes before the game, Deshaun Watson tried throwing, was doing five-yard passes, ten-yard passes. A little group conference before the say, you know what, you're not going to go this game. Dorian Thompson-Robinson gets a start, but it was never really a game. The Ravens, 28-3. to Bengals coming off their first win, heading to Nashville. Joe Burrow trying to get this thing going. Derrick Henry throwing, running, getting it all done for the Titans as they win. Sweet moment for the Steelers-Texans game. That's T.J. Watt greeting J.J. Watt, retired on CBS now, but um, being put into the Texans' ring of uh, honor. That was Kenny Pickett. He got hurt earlier in the game. Knee injury, 30-6, to your final. J.J. Watt on CBS yesterday said, when Travis Kelsey does anything, Taylor Swift celebrates like he's returning from war. That, that was his take. Everybody broke up on set. It was a lot. Um, all right, these teams are both 0-3. And the Bears are crushing them in this game by three touchdowns. The Broncos come all the way back. They tie the game. Then they get a field goal. Then Justin Fields has time. You got time to go out at least try to tie it up. You have a very good kicker. He's probably the most consistent player on your team. But no, it's intercepted. Kareem Jackson, that is over. Broncos, unbelievable comeback. First win under Sean Payton. The Bears have lost 50,000 games in a row. There's embarrassment and unbearable. 
Justin Fields just sitting there, be like, I can't believe we lost again. The Broncos won 31 to 28. They are alive. The Bears are not. Here's Sean Payton and Justin Fields, who can't even find words after another loss. I get it. Yeah, I told the players afterwards, honestly, I said, look, there, there's a lot of things that we're going to have to clean up and we're still not doing well. But the one thing that I was proud of is, you know, they hung in there. They fought when it had been real easy not to. So we came up with enough plays in the end, but we're going to have to play a lot better if we think we want to win more games this season. I mean, it, was, it hurt just to come out with, I don't even know how many, just the lead that we had and, you know, we weren't finished it off. I wasn't able to finish it, finish it off. So, it, of course, it hurt. It's almost like... I don't know. I don't know. It's just, yeah, just the emotions just flowing everywhere. So, yeah. Post-game emotions flowing everywhere. But, man, the roller coaster Justin Fields must have been on yesterday. Also, the Broncos as well is wild. Jason, what did you make of that win yesterday, the comeback win? It, it was a wild game. And I remember in the preseason, Kyle said the floose is loose and talked about <laughs> Eberflus and everything that he was bringing to the Chicago Bears team. And you watch the first half, and they're rolling. They're up 28-7. to And then you see the defense start to collapse. And they're giving play after play up. And the, uh, the Denver Broncos are now making plays. They're in the game. And then it comes down to a fourth and one. All right, do you kick the field goal? Do you go up? You go for it, try to end the game, and you're like, all right, they're going to maybe do a QB sneak. Or what are they going to do? No, 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 no. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. We're going to call the timeout. We're going to figure this thing out. They didn't jump off sides. We tried to steal one. Let's go back to the drawing board. Let's see what we can come up with. Now we're going to go on the shotgun and hand it off to Herbert, and they are absolutely stuffed. A lot of controversy over this call. Do you kick the field? Do you go up in that game and force them to try to beat you and be behind? They decide not to. I look at this for Eberflus. You're a defensive-minded coach. You're calling the plays now. You get that big lead. Not only do you let the team come back while you're calling the defense, but then a decision like that late in the game doesn't go in your favor, and you end up losing that one. That's a tough one. I mean, it's it's the biggest uh, story in the morning if you're a Bears fan. What are we doing? Because you call the timeout, and you're like, all right, bring out the kicker. Yeah. And they don't. And then yet, I'm watching the Jets game last night. They have the same situation. They do bring out the kicker. They missed the field goal, and everyone says, why didn't you go for it? So it, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Mm. In this case, though, that felt like the season for the Bears. If you win, it's 1-3. and three. Here we go. Now 0-4. Yeah. It's another lost year. If the draft was tomorrow, they would have the first and the second pick overall because the Panthers are the other 0-4 team. That's who they traded their first round pick. <laughs> For. They would have first and Has that second. ever happened before? I've never yes, the Indianapolis Colts had it. One and two? Steve Edmond and Quentin Coria were there, one and two. Um, but we'll see how the season shakes yeah. out. Denver side of it, you know, we go into the season and it's like Jerry Judy and you know, Justin Simmons and mm-hmm. Pat Sertan. Their two best players yesterday were Jaleel McLaughlin, the running back out of Youngstown State, and Nick Benito, who started over Randy Gregory and had two and a half sacks. And that comeback can save a season, just as the Bears season feels like it just was a balloon that was like out of air. This one, now suddenly the Broncos, you're one and three. You're looking at the AFC. There's a lot of one and three out there. You got the Jets at home next weekend. That could put you two and three. And there's proof, proof of life. Like, we've got a shot here. Down 28-7. You know, I don't know if we're talking about Denver blowing everything up this morning if they lose to the Bron- to the Bears at home. Instead, and you can listen to Sean Payton's because he wasn't thrilled with the effort. No. <laughs> you know, they got a dub. They got a dub. They're one and three. Nick Benito and Jaleel McLaughlin, you know, that's what that's what it takes sometimes when you're 0-3 and you need to get a win, and they finally did get one. I'm going to get my McLaughlin jersey. You're going to get a McLaughlin jersey? Oh, McLaughlin group. Here we go. Jerry Jr. was funny on Twitter after he the was. game, though. Philip Lindsay, you better Phillip watch Philip Lindsay said, what's the deal with the wide receivers? 
And he said, glad you could watch the game from the crib, fam. Like, it was Ooh, just fun. I didn't see this. <laughs> pretty he said, why, this is what happens when you, when you pay all that money on wide receivers. <laughs> Happy for the Broncos. They, great win. Who knows what happens with the season now. These things have a tendency to snowball. This was a, a stunning, sickening loss for the Bears. Just absolutely sickening. I, I can't believe it happened. The, they are the worst team in the league. They lost to, I think, the 31st team in the league. <laughs> 32 lost to 31, and they were destroying them. Understand if you didn't see the game, you're just seeing these highlights at the end. Justin Fields was having the game of his life. He couldn't miss. And I mean that literally. He was perfect. 158-3, three touchdowns. He's running. It's, it, well, you know what really kills a fan base? It's not when you're always terrible. And then you're just numb. It's when you give them something very dangerous in hope. <laughs> when you show them what you could have and what could be, and then you take it away. That's what happened. Mm. It was a great day at Soldier Field for about two and a half hours, and then a, a throw-up-in-the-gutter nightmare for about 20 minutes. And now you're saying, Peter, well, the Dolphins, I don't know, the Broncos could have blown everything up. Now, you're, where are you with Chicago? Yeah. What are you as a team? You're playing on a short week. You're playing Thursday against a good commander's team. Is Fields ever going to be a bear after this season? Is Zebraflus here? Is post, it's, it's all in. It's like, this is rock bottom. Embrace it. Throw up if you have to. That is a terrible, terrible, sickening loss. The strangest any Bears fan has felt after a loss, I think, since the double doink, which is a playoff mm. game, which is wildly different. Rock bottom, abysmal. 32nd team in the league gave up a huge lead to the 31st. I, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's just all. So bad. NFL gave them five primetime games. I know. That's how much hope I know. the league had. I know. And you, you add flex. on to that. You got to flex. Thursday night, I mean, we're getting another national game. You got flex. You got flex. You got flex. You got flex. It's terrible, Jamie. That was a terrible thing I just said. Hope. Hope is, uh, it's a nasty friend to have. Mm. It's a nasty friend to have sometimes. I know. I know. Coming I know. up. Well, they don't have it now. They do not have it now. <laughs> you gone. They let that balloon flex. go into the sky. Bye-bye. <laughs> Coming up, Baker Mayfield leads the Bucks to another impressive victory on Sunday. We're going to have highlights from that game more when we come back. I want Roger Goodell to flex so hard that like, he breaks a blood vessel in his eyeball. <laughs> like, flex him. Hey, guys. It's Steve Cavino from Cavino & Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my day. day. Oh, <laughs> now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. All right, welcome back to Good Morning Football. I'm Will Selva with the latest news from around the league. And Ravens tight end Mark Andrews had 80 yards and a touchdown through his first two games this season. Now, Sunday against the Browns, he put up 80 yards and two touchdowns. He went one-on-one with our very own Sarah Walsh following the win. And your entire team has been riddled with injuries. But you told me earlier this week with Lamar Jackson, anything is possible. How specifically did you see him rebound this week from last week's loss? I mean, he just commanded the offense. He looks so good. Um, you know, when, when you believe, when you have um, hope um, and a guy like that, anything is possible. So just being behind um, and, and trusting in him, um, that's all we can do. And we're so blessed to have a guy like that. Yes, you are. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett suffering a knee injury during the third quarter in the loss to the Texans. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reporting Pickett will undergo an MRI, but it's not believed to be a season-ending injury. As for the Steelers offense that managed just six points on Sunday, head coach Mike Tomlin saying it's time to shake things up. Hell yeah, we got to make some changes, man. Uh, that was an ugly product we put out there today, and so uh, we're not going to do the same things and and hope for a different outcome. What those changes are, man, we'll put together a plan uh, in preparation this week. Now the Steelers taking on the Ravens during week five. So, Jamie and guys, it looks like we can expect some lineup shakeups in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. I know. That was, uh, it was a tough outing yesterday for the Steelers, who continue to have tr- plane issues getting home. Uh, they're back safely. Saw but, that. like, man, just a, just a tricky little outing for them. Derrick Henry finding ways to get it done. The Titans going to win this one 27-3 and just dominate the Bengals. All right, Jamar Chase, after the game, are you open? What's going on? Tell us more about this Bengals offense. I mean, we know who we have on our team. We got, we got special guys, prolific guys at that, you know what I'm saying? And we all know what we're capable of. We just got to find that spark, like I keep saying, man. And, you know, when we find it, we'll get that run, hopefully, and keep it going. In, in four games this season, do you feel like you've had less time to get open and create space for yourself? No, nah, I'm open. I'm always open. Excuse my profanity. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but how open are you? The Bengals now fall to one and three this season. It's probably the most shocking start to such a highly anticipated team coming into this year. Concerns that you may have, maybe from hearing that from Jamar Chase or just watching the Bengals in general. Yeah, I think it's like this is. 
I'm hitting the panic button. Like, we're doing it. I'm sorry to do it, I, I, but you got to do it. I, I would probably tell Jamar Chase, I, I, wouldn't, I would refrain from talking about how open you are after the games. I think you're trying to be a leader and stay positive, and I get that, but the wide receiver saying, I'm always open. Like, guys, you just scored three points. You just got destroyed. I would probably take another tactic that's not going to play well. Joe Burrow, I, I, that's not him out there. That, that, I, we've seen him for years. I think he is hurt as hell. I think he can't move. I think he can't breathe. He got rocked a few times yesterday. This is like, do we really even want the franchise guy out there? I, I, don't, I think he's helpless. This team was hopeless. They got a field goal early, and then it was five punts, a turnover, a turnover on downs, just totally, totally, that don't even resemble this Bengals team that we've all in one way or another fallen in love with over the years against the Titans defense that had not been great for the past few weeks and just absolutely uh, curb stomped them. That's, that's the only description I can say. I, would, I don't know if I want Joe Burrow out there right now, Peter. Like, does he give him the best chance to win? They just lost by 24 to the Titans. Yeah, I'm going to call out a lot of media members. Okay. I, I don't think everyone watched that Rams-Bengals game last week. I think they watched the start of Eagles-Buccaneers. Uh, they went to bed. They saw the score in the morning. They said, oh, the Bengals won, and Joe Burrow got found away, and Stafford threw a couple picks. Burrow couldn't move mm. last Monday night, and on a short week was playing against a very good Titans defense. We did a segment on Friday called Mad Minute, and you know, I was like, I'm looking at this game, and I think Bengals were big favorites in this game in Tennessee. Jason, I know you also picked the Titans to win this game, but like, this is what I said on Mad Minute last week, and I, I feel like this was not crazy if you watched a game on Monday night. Aaron Donald's got behind the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and Burrow can't move, and you're like horrified. Yeah. And you're like, it. Jeffrey Simmons. Is yeah, 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 yeah. I, this one to me, if you're looking at this logos and you're saying, oh, well, the Bengals are just going to walk in the tank. They're, what, J- Joe Burrow does not look like Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. and Jeffrey Simmons might be the most underrated player in the NFL. So just watch out for that matchup. I don't think this is going to be a runaway win by the Bengals. Mm. It didn't go. I mean, I could pat myself. I also said the Dolphins were going to blow up the, ba- the Bills. So I'm not trying <laughs> to just pop. I'm saying, if you watch it, Burrow's not himself. He's definitely not. Um, Jake Browning uh, maybe entered the game. I think at this point for the Cincinnati Bengals, you got to go to the backup quarterback. Kyle, you just said it. He's not himself. He can't move. And they're, all, they're, they're struggling right now. They've won one game, and that one game did not look good. I think you possibly sit Joe Burrow down and let him get healthy. This offense has been really bad throughout the season. They're struggling to score points in the first half. They have, have they scored a touchdown they in the have first not, half? They have not. Have not scored a touchdown in the first half yet. And Joe mm. Burrow has been lights out. We've seen Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. He's been able to spread the ball around throughout his career and it's just not happening this year. And the only thing you can put your finger on, he missed training camp and he's still playing through a calf injury. I think at this point, you protect your franchise quarterback. You let him Is get Is that white flag healthy. season? Are you saying we're, just, we're giving up the season then, if that's we're, the case? It, no, because we're giving up the season right now with them playing. Like, it doesn't look good when you're scoring three points and you're not scoring in the first half. The Dolphins had 70 last week. The Bills put up 48 on them. The Bengals have 49 through four games. Mm-hmm. 49 points they've mm-hmm. scored through four games. It has not been an offensive touchdown in the first half. Their defense picked them up a few moments in the first half since 2019. The last team to do that in 2019 was the Jets when they started four games not scoring an offensive touchdown in the first half. This is the lowest points per game in the NFL right now. The Bengals are at 12 next to a woeful Patriots team that we just stated as fact suffered the worst Bill Belichick coach loss since he became a head coach. Uh, I am nearing the meter of Joe Burrow needs to take a beat for a second because you don't want this to keep going, transpiring in a way where he is putting himself in a position where teammates are getting after each other because Joe Bur- or Jamar Chase is saying that out loud. The next thing you're going to say it in a meeting. Now we're having all-player meeting, and it's just not pretty. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.